Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. This Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here at IoT World with uh, William Neering, CEO of um, Tyson Krupp Elevator UK. And he's going to talk a bit about the company, what they do. So how are you doing, William? Very good. Thanks a lot. So tell me exactly what you guys actually do. So, Tisco uh, Elevator is one of the, let's say, biggest elevator companies in the world. and We're part of the Tisco Group. Um, but the elevator business, of course, if you ask me, is the most exciting part of the group because uh, we do everything that goes up and down. Yeah. And when it comes to uh, IoT stuff, how does it represent what you do? Um, that is something actually also for, for us a pretty new thing because um, we have a technology that we've developed uh, based on IoT, which is the Max system. Um, and that is something that we have started um, together with our partner, Microsoft. Um, so think about um, collecting data from elevators that we have installed so that, in theory, you do know what part is failing before the service engineer is arriving on site. So you have the spare parts with you, etc. But that's not really the exciting part of it. The exciting part is, let's say, the second phase, uh, when you talk about collecting all these data, and we send that to the uh, Microsoft Cloud Platform, the Azure uh, Cloud from Microsoft. So collecting all these data, having, of course, a top-notch algorithm on top of it, and then we want to become a predictive maintenance company, and that is where it all kicks in when you take the machine learning part into it. And imagine that in the future we will have all that knowledge about elevators, why they're failing, that we can predict failures before they actually happen. And I'll think about what that would mean for a client if you have the chance to, let's say, predict these failures because uh, no one of us wants to be in front of an elevator seeing the sign out of order because of whatever failure or currently maintenance. And that means in the future you can reduce the downtime of elevators and schedule, let's say, the maintenance much better. So it's a game changer for us in the industry. It also guesses it's your way of basically making you save them money because if you know what part's going to break down, you can tell them in advance what it's going to cost as well. Absolutely. So that that is also part of us then becoming, let's say, a life cycle management company because with all that experience and that data that we have, that puts us in a position where we can tell our clients which year, which repairs they have to do. We can back it up with the data because these patterns and clusters that you find with the algorithm are quite fascinating because you can say in a similar environment, I don't know, a similar hospital with a similar lift installation, same climate, same temperature, etc., same usage or traffic, we have more than 1.2 million elevators in the world installed. Yeah. So if you just have a fraction of these elevators on that system, you already can say, with our knowledge, we know why it's failing and when, because we have the same in so many other similar environments. And that is where, with these patterns and clusters that you get out of the Max system, you can do exactly what you said. It's getting to your client and make a whole plan for, let's say, for decades about what needs to be replaced when. So in theory, every day, no more downtime of any elevator. Well, that's good news. And also, I guess, what you do, and you can actually, if an uh, elevator is working in Leifton Hospital in the UK and another one in America, can you, if, it, if they're both different environments, you can actually tell, uh, basically, when it's going to break down. That would be exactly the point. Because yeah. then you can say similar components, similar traffic, then it doesn't really matter where in the wherever the, the elevator is. But there you can find them the same patterns. I don't know, you will have more, let's say, damage to the doors in the hospital, etc., etc. All this data will be 
pushed into the cloud and all this data will be analyzed with the algorithm in order to find those patterns. And I guess you can also email your clients to tell them within within a rough time when they're going to get, get, get a spare parts in. Exactly. Yeah. So this, this would then all become part of the lifecycle management that you can tell your clients what to do when, in, in theory, it could be... It's all there already. It's just collecting this data and using that data now to help clients to have much more reliability and schedule also their maintenance because they, they know when do I have to pay what so I can have a much better spending, let's say. Yeah. Um, or let's say spending logic from their side because they know what sort of spendings are going to come in the next five, six, seven, eight years. And also you've been working a lot with Microsoft Hol- HoloLens. How is that working with you guys? <laughs> Okay, now you have to stop me while that goes too long because this yeah. is really crazy stuff. It's it's I absolutely love it. It's so fascinating if you if you see how it works. Um, but again, the, the first step is you have the HoloLens and you have audio and video as as you would have with I don't know Skype, FaceTime, yeah. etc. So no magic, no science fiction. The only advantage is that you're hands free and you can have an expert wherever he or she sits in the world guiding you through the machine room, the controller, because he or she sees exactly what you are seeing. Yeah. The magic, let's say, is when you, you create virtual post-its, you can put it somewhere in the machine room on the controller with specific notes. You can uh, put in, uh, create a virtual button with an audio message where you record for 20 seconds what you have done. Yeah. Um, you can, in theory, you can put your holiday pictures on a virtual wall in the room, uh, but you can you can take a virtual pen, a big virtual red pen, and draw a circle on the floor and say tripping hazard. And the, the, the fascinating part is now you leave that room, and another engineer who comes into that machine room for the first time in his life. He works the Microsoft HoloLens, and he sees everything that you have done in that room. That means you, you, you have that knowledge that you have in the company, somewhere in a textbook or in an office, yeah? directly at your fingertips, at every engineer. And that is changing the industry to have that knowledge wherever you need it in a dramatic way. Because then imagine how much time you need when you enter a site and you have all the knowledge of your colleague who was there before. You don't have to start from scratch. Yeah. And that is where, let's say, the augmented reality or mixed reality, a lot of people think about entertainment, etc., but it has a huge impact on, on industries like ours to become much, much more efficient. And I guess, if, for example, you're, you're going through an accident happened in lift, you can use HoloLens to actually see what happens. In, in theory, yes. It, it depends, of course, how you how you use the HoloLens, if you use it as a as a maintenance tool or if you use it as a constant, let's say, tool that engineers wear, etc., etc. But, of course, we try to avoid any accident to happen. <laughs> yeah. And where is IoT going to go in the next five years? Oh, I need to have that crystal ball. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the, the, the main change for us is um, what we will see a lot of stuff is currently reactive and we try to find tools how to react better. And what we are now discovering is we become all a proactive uh, industry because there's so many things with the data that we collect, if we use the data in the right way, in order to, not only in our industry, predicting uh, failures, etc., but you can have so much more interaction between everything, your mobile, I don't know, computers, a lift, yeah, everything in, in, in a building. So the whole building can be interconnected, and once all these technologies is interlinked, you'll have a whole different experience in, let's say, your urban lifestyle. In, yeah. 
everything. Targeted advertising is one of the typical things that everyone thinks about, but think much more about your convenience. So for us, as a company, you enter a building, and the lift already knows who you are because you're always entering at, I don't know, 8 a.m. Yeah. You always go to the 11th floor. You don't have to press any button. So he recognizes you because you're wearing, for example, your phone and your phone is connected to the building management. So all that sort of exciting stuff, I think, is likely that we'll see in the next five years. Okay, thanks so much for that, William, and, uh, and have a good conference. Thank you very Thanks. Much. Thank you.